0: All right, another day. Beautiful day. Few challenges, but uh made it through. I live in Florida. We have an AC unit that kind of went on the puts. That's kind of a bummer, particularly when you're in Florida. Fortunate for us, the log was good. He kept the air cool for the last two days. We had rain, but it's about to warm up. And yes, it's time to get the AC running again, yes. So oh man, I made a mistake. Let's see if it'll let me fix it. I guess I guess I can't fix it, but I will tell you what it should say. The title should be "Ever Lift a Girl by the Waist." I have awkward. That's an interesting story, isn't it? We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, First, it's great to be here with you, and um, we're still digging into this chapter on character. There's just so much great stuff in here, and it's starting. It's helping me to understand why sometimes. You know, you you when you talk to people and things don't change, and you're like, well, why didn't you know? You seem to make logical sense, but um, but then people don't change, and you, you're trying to you, you you walk away puzzled because you're like, well, it sounded right, and they agreed, but then when it was time for action, they didn't do anything. You're like, well, why didn't they do something? Well, bingo! What we're talking about today is leading change can be difficult. John Maxwell tells a story about uh, uh, a Charlie Brown, no, a a cartoon episode. It's pretty interesting. It said uh, in the beginning here, it says, any person who has led change knows it's challenging. But I believe that people do not naturally resist change. They resist being changed. They don't resist change. They resist being changed. Recently, I saw a two-frame cartoon in which the leader asks, who wants change? And every hand is raised. But in the second frame, when he asked, who wants to change? Not one hand was raised. <laughs> that pretty much characterizes our human nature. We want the benefits of positive change without the pain of making any it. It changes ourselves. So why is that? I believe there's several reasons. One is people feel awkward and self-conscious doing something new. And now you could actually um, test this out. I've just put a few things that you could try to really uh, feel the impact of that. We do feel awkward when when change. One of the things you could try one day is try uh, whichever hand is your dominant hand that you brush your teeth. Try brushing your teeth with the other hand. See how awkward it feels. Or, this is a great one. If you write cursive, write your name cursive with your right hand or whatever the dominant hand is. Then switch the pen over and do the same thing with the other hand. Does it look like a second grader wrote it? Does it feel different and funny? You know, I can remember. Um, <laughs> I remember um, playing basketball and then learning how to do left hand layups. I'm right handed, and you know, left hand, right hand layups are fine. And I remember trying to understand the coordination to do a left hand layup. Instead of going off my uh, r- left foot with my right knee up, I had to go off my right foot with my left knee up my left knee up in my right hand versus my right knee with my left hand and the first few times it was very very strange but the more I did it the easier it got but it felt awkward which brings me to my story ever lift a girl by the waist well I have and yes it was awkward I had the fortunate uh fortunate uh experience when I was in middle school. I went to George J. West middle school now this this is in New England in Rhode Island, but in George J. West middle school uh drama or modern dance was a big thing and you know normally when you get go to these schools you kind of get involved with whatever the the major thing is that people do if it's sports and sports. In this case, in middle school, they did major productions, uh, major theatrical productions, uh, like modern dance type stuff. We did Pippin, we did uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, we did um, Tommy. So I was somewhat athletic, but that was the thing there at the school. So I remember, <laughs> I remember going uh, learning about this. Uh, modern dance stuff in the beginning. And here you are, you're in now remember now, you don't really get around guys and girls don't really mingle that much when you're that young. So here I am in middle school and we're in the gym and the teacher, Mrs. Berger, she's saying, Okay, now you're gonna learn how to do lifts. He <laughs> say, now gently grab the girl by the by the waist and one, two, three lifts, you're going to lift her up, bring her across, and then put her down. And then she told the, the girls, you know, uh, after doing a lift for a little while, you may get a little bruising on your on your waist. So, uh, yeah, it was awkward, you know. I, I didn't touch girls much anyways, and now I have to stand directly next to this girl, uh, the, you know, her back's to me, and I grab her by the waist, and he said, one, two, three, up. Take three steps and put her down. And it was really strange and awkward in the beginning. But after a while, you kind of got used to lifting the, the girls and uh, doing the different uh, moves with them. Uh, and it was kind of fun. I enjoyed uh, uh, doing the modern dance in middle school. It was a big thing. Like I said, we did big productions. There was like three of us guys that were kind of like the main ones I uh, got the main parts. I happen to be one. my friend, David Maiele and Alfred Slimey. We were kind of like the major dance guy gurus in middle school. Uh, so we got a lot of the major roles. It was a lot of fun. It really was. Uh, we did a lot of great things. But so that's my story. Ever left a girl by the waist, I happened. It did feel awkward in the beginning. But after a while, like with anything, you get used to it. Uh, I may be sweating, and I may have to wipe my head a little bit because, like I mentioned earlier, my AC is out. So, as a result, uh, I'm intending to sweat. Even though I have the fan on, you may hear the fan in the background a little bit. Yeah, but awkward, awkward, awkward. Yeah, whenever we do anything, whenever there's a change, it feels somewhat awkward. Okay, people initially focus. Now, this is great. When you do a change, any change, why is it? This is, I guess it's human nature. People initially focus on what they will have to give up. You ever notice that when you make a change, you're going to go on a diet, the first thing you start thinking of is that cheesecake in the refrigerator, as opposed to how much thinner am I going to be because I've done that. Poet Ralph Waldo Emerson said, for everything you gain, you lose something. So it's unrealistic to expect not to give up anything. However, now this is this is really key. And this helps me to understand some of the challenges when working with people and, and helping them to change themselves for their benefit. He says that However, many people are holding on so tightly to what they have that they are willing to forego gaining anything, even progress. As leaders, we need to help people to overcome this attitude. And, you know, I talk about self-talk and about trying to change yourself. And I saw a YouTube video because I was looking up. I'm I'm always curious about self-talk and how people get to change. And there was a guy, I forgot his name, that talked about self-talk. And he talked about the, uh, and then he made an anachronism called Abra. And he said, what you have to do with self-talk or when you want to change, he said, is to acknowledge first and then breathe in what you want. Take a breath or breathe in what you want and then release what you don't want and align with the new thing that you're trying to accomplish. I thought that was pretty good because what happens is when you try to make a change, think about it. Just like it said here, we start to focus on what we're giving up as opposed to what we're trying to accomplish. If we learn to, to focus on the right things, which is what we're trying to, trying to accomplish, we'll find that things things are a little bit easier to to do. And really, when you start thinking about the mind and how it works, um, we want to think of the good side, the energy that's used. We start talking about energy, positive and negative. If you start thinking about what you don't want, you're just breeding that to come into your life because the energy is wrong. What we have to do, is move towards what we do want. That's why it's important to focus on goals and dreams and move in those directions and not think about what you're giving up or what's changing. Because if 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 you do that, the energy is wrong and you're giving energy to what you don't want as opposed to giving energy to what you do want. Uh, which which brings me to my my next thing I wanted to talk about, like, I talked about um, one of the things I'm going to do. Um, you, you know, my page there says "winning, just do it," and uh, they're talking about joining the the, uh, the group that doesn't cost anything called Confidence and Encouragement. And I encourage you to join that. One of the things I'm going to put in there is my my um, success path. I'm trying to take ordinary people like us, unlike you, and to take you through a process to be able to change you to where you want to be so that you're doing what you're passionate about. A lot of times we shy away and we're comfortable where we are, and that's what's probably so hard sometimes is we start thinking about what we're giving up as opposed to what we're gaining. So picture yourself. Here you are, ordinary And through this process that I have developed here, when you come out on the end, you come out with purpose and you find yourself achieving extraordinary things, things that you thought you would never accomplish. You thought you were going to sing on stage in front of hundreds of people. And, And right now you think, no, that would never happen to me. But through a process, of reprogramming and understanding how the mind works and starting to use your intellectual faculties and then through persistence and through this, this, uh, this group of people who are encouraging you and providing ideas and, and being your mastermind to, to think things through and, and gather solutions. And then you get excited and you're really fired up about where you're heading. And then you're filled with gratitude. And and when you get there, you you realize it wasn't as hard as you thought. And you want to just give back and help others to do the same thing because it's not as hard as you thought it was. But you were unaware of it at the time. But see, as we brought you to a process and you mingled with other people who are at different stages and they were able to help you. I may not be able to help you directly, but someone within the group may have had a different experience that you relate to and that helps you to make that change. And then you start to actually move in the direction that you've always wanted, but never realized how to get there. But then you found this group and you took a chance on yourself and that made all the difference. Yeah, so go ahead, like the page, but also click on that page and in the top right, or actually just click on the group, which is right here, and then take that first exercise, because I'm telling you, it will get you moving in the right direction. It's the exercise on self-talk and finding 10 people who are saying something negative to themselves. Very easy exercise. But the, but the, what you will learn from that is a heightened awareness of your own it's bad self-talk or negative self-talk. And then you will begin to start changing that because you'll be more aware of it. And then you'll be more aware of it around you. It's like that story I talk about when you buy a new car, like a Jeep like I got. And all of a sudden, every time you look around, of a sudden it seems like every every time you turn around the corner someone's driving a jeep it's the same thing when heightening your awareness through self-talk once you see the negative self-talk from others then you're going to realize yourself is like i do that myself and and then you become more aware when you start listening to others as you walk around you're like don't say that and you start telling me don't say that you're all you're doing is. Your subconscious can't filter it, and you're just self-jeopardizing yourself by, uh, or self-prophesying yourself into negative things that you don't want. Say what you want that's good. Not talk about what's bad, because if you do, you're just filtering that stuff into your system. And eventually it's going to come out, and you're going to wonder why things don't change. That's because you're self talk it's not helping you to change, it's it's keeping you where you are. It's the exact opposite of what you want. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta click on it. Let me approve you into the group. Take the challenge, because I'm dying to hear the results, what you find out about yourself. Message me in there, and I'm gonna put the path in here, because I want you all to 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 realize and understand it and get some input because, you know, I want to help people and I want to see if this is valid or if you feel that something needs to be changed in it. And if there's anything you feel that needs to be into the group, because I'm really organizing this, because I really think that we can make a positive difference like my mother did for me. Can you imagine that? How many of you had a mother that, told you at a young age, three and four years old, son, you can do anything. You really can, and, and mean it from their heart, and tell you it all the time. You're, you're so spot. I was fortunate to have that, but you have it now. You see, you can do anything, and that's why I'm here to tell you that, and others in the group will help you do that, and what's so great is minds together and it talks about it in Napoleon Hill's book, Thinking Ro Rich. Minds together is more powerful than singular minds by themselves. So picture all these minds coming together and then the ideas that come out of it were things you wouldn't even have thought of. Good example, when I did my first mastermind, I was thinking, okay, I don't have a place to do a mastermind. I start thinking to myself, where could I do a mastermind? I don't know. I don't don't know a business. Are there public places that could possibly do that? I write a note, hey, I need some ideas on where I could do a mastermind. You know, I found out libraries have rooms that are open and you can freely use them. Just get on the calendar and, and take one. So I said, wow, I never thought of that. Or you know, some people may have buildings that have rooms, and they'll let you use them. And and I found that out too. It was like, wow! When I did the mastermind, I found out I went. I I called the library. I found out that uh, I'm in one county, but in the other county, I could get a. As long as I had a library card, I could. I had every right to set up and and uh, use one of the rooms. And then I found out, because I was military, retired, that it's not going to cost me anything, even though I'm in a different county. So then I said, wow. And then I looked at the calendar and said, wow, there's a time on a Tuesday night at 5.30, I could I could do a mastermind. So I put it on the calendar and I sent a note out to some friends. Hey, I'm doing a mastermind at the library down the street from where you were. Please come join me. And behold, I had my first mastermind. So then what happens? One of my colleagues who was in the mastermind had a friend who owned a business, he said, which was down the street from where I work. And he said, I'm sure that, uh, I forgot his name now, has has, uh, always is willing to help the community out by allowing them to use his rooms. So I go and I talked to him about doing the lunch and learns. And then I said, well, can I also use your room for masterminds? He said, yes. And you know what I found out? I had some friends that like to get together their early rises that wanted to do masterminds at 7.00 AM. And I asked the guy, can I use your office? He said, yes. He gave me a code. He said, have at it. And once a week we met. And it didn't cost me anything. And I was free to use his one of his conference rooms every once a week at 7.30 in the morning. I would have never thought of that myself. But see the fact that you have that power of a, a mastermind group that uh, everyone is trying to help everyone to get ahead. And when you put those minds together, you get solutions that you would have never thought of on your own because people had different awarenesses, different experiences, most powerful thing that you could have. And if you really want to move in the direction you really want to, to do what you're passionate about, and you're not sure how, and I always talk about this, and because this is part of the path too, the reprogramming and then using your intuition in your mind. and And when you set goals, You don't have the how. The how is always subject to change. And when one door closes, another one opens. So you never worry about the how. You just start to focus on what you're trying to accomplish. And then one door opens. And you go through that door. Because the door opens and it says, okay, this is my goal here. And this door Is heading in that direction I don't have the full path but I do know that door is in the right direction so I'm going to take that door and like I said many times you go to that first door and long behold on the other side of that door as you continue to grow three more opportunities present themselves to that door that or in all three of those are heading in the direction of what you're trying to accomplish and then you you re-evaluate your goals. You're like, well, this is the one that's the most closest to the direction I'm heading. You go to that one and you got five or six options now. That's the power of masterminding, and that's the power of having a a, a group, a membership group, because you've got people like-minded trying to accomplish the same thing. Everyone's trying to. Be the best then that they can be. And all of a sudden, lo and behold, six months from now, you're doing things that you never dreamed you would. You've uh, you always dreamed you could, and never dreamed you would. And now you're actually there. And you, you and then you wonder, you know, it's been five, ten years I've been over here, and now. Finally, being part of this membership group, I'm finally moving in a direction that I really wanted to go. And man, I'm starting to live life and feel, and boy, excuse me, what it does to your stress level. Your stress goes down, your confidence goes up, and your humility stays there because you realize that you're not doing it alone. Because, you know, alone... We're interdependent, we depend on each other. We can't do it alone. And we shouldn't, it would be so lonely doing it alone. You know, they always talk about that, it's lonely at the top. No, it's it's lonely when you're alone, but when you have other people that who can share in those victories and those struggles with you, and they can cheer you on and they know what you've been through, it builds a strong bond. And that bond doesn't always have to be in, in proximity because of technology today, just like me talking to you now, I'm not sure where Nathan, who is joined, and Peter are around the country or around the world. I don't know. But we're connected because, see, we've got the same thought process and we're trying to accomplish things. So go ahead, take that test. Uh, my action item for you is to join the group. You know, I'll approve you, and then and do the test, and then write write your write your results down in the group. Your comments. I'm I'm dying to hear what you found out about people talking negative. You'd be surprised. And then what you discover about yourself is even more impactful. How it actually changed you by expanding your awareness. It's kind of like a rubber band. Once you expand it, it never goes all the way back to its original form. You start opening your awareness up and realizing that you can affect change in a powerful way. It will change your life. and It will put you in that direction that you've been always wanting to go, but didn't quite know how. All right, so do that. Now I'm gonna put this in there. I really, Really love spending time and sharing. So, you have a good evening, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Join the group, and I'll talk to you later.